This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz for the Comstock Report on corn. December corn futures are back for an important test of support at 532. The recent selling of corn futures includes light participation from farmers and light interest from traders who are newly bearish based on improved weather. But the majority of the selling still largely consists of long liquidation, not new positioning. Hedge funds have stepped in to take profits and pair some risk, but they remain positioned with a large corn long for this point in the season. The breakdown of trader position data recently showed that of all the corn contracts held by reporting money managers, more than 90% of them are longs. Weather is seen as improved on the whole, but net drying in the western corn belt still puts a downward bias on our expectations for yield averages going into the next crop production report. Heavy selling pressure on corn may dry up now that futures are down to key support, providing that outside markets stabilize enough to keep risk-off sentiment from spilling in. On soybeans, they have taken the brunt of the selling this week as negative news comes from many directions. On the production side, soybean yield prospects may improve if the currently wetter forecast verifies over the weekend. Still, the crop is rated just 57% good or excellent versus 72% last year, and the USDA may already have factored in a favorable finish with the August soybean yield estimate that is only down to 50 bushel per acre from 50.2 last year. Native news on the demand side is also offset by various positives. The break for board prices has been held by the disappearance of large old crop basis premiums following end users' efforts to hold off making more purchases until new crop arrives, if possible. Lower crush volumes and higher soy meal inventories weigh on the soybean demand outlook. But runaway edible oil prices and huge upside potential for biodiesel remain supportive. Also supportive is that the Chinese have started a massive soybean buying program that could put the strength of U.S. soy demand on display for the next several months. On wheat, USDA currently predicts that Canada will have its smallest wheat crop in 10 years after severe drought caused the government analysts to cut the production estimate by 24% in their last week's OASD report. Also cut sharply was the production estimate for Russian wheat, which fell 15%, followed by dry weather and severe freeze events this season. Wheat crops in nearby Ukraine largely escaped drought damage to allow that country to achieve an expected record large harvest. Australia is another major grower that has recently received upgrades for wheat output potential. Still, Australia's wheat crop will be down in size from last year to help contribute to what the USDA currently predicts will be a 3.4% reduction in global wheat ending stocks this year. On crude oil. The oil market has been whipsawed this month by various influences like inventory surprises, Mideast turmoil, OPEC production decisions, and the U.S. government intervention. Oil was first put on back on its heels by an energy inventory report showing oil and gas stocks dropping by less than expected, worrying some bulls about a quicker-than-expected slowdown for summer driving demand. OPEC members met two weeks ago to discuss higher oil production quotas, but there was disagreement among the group about the new targets. The Biden administration would eventually release a statement to urge OPEC to adopt even higher production goals in order to relieve the global economy of pressures from higher oil prices. The move was a shock given the White House's own climate goals and the related restrictions placed on U.S. oil producers. As to the dollar, 
The direction for prices for oil and many other commodities will be strongly influenced by the direction of the dollar. The dollar index has bounced to new highs for the year and exerts pressure on U.S. export prices curbing demand. The dollar is partly higher in response to changing sentiment about the U.S. economy and interest rates. Better data on economic growth and employment have recently encouraged the Federal Reserve Bank to discuss lowering interest rates and tapering back asset purchases, which would be thought to take inflationary pressure off the greenback. While the dollar should find long-term support during the U.S. economic recovery, the Fed is ultimately seen waiting to tighten until after stimulus measures are circulated from the recently passed infrastructure bill and budget resolution. Lumber has been one of the most talked about commodities of 2021 after prices started screaming higher last year. Lumber futures have been on a wild ride since, putting in a new high at $1,670 in early May, before recently tumbling down to a 52-week low at 454 Hedge funds are now net short lumber. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Thank uh-huh.